going on, guys? I'm Josh. And this is Palado, the show you listen to because you can't be watching TV right now. What's up? Nothing. It's the weekend. And we're finally feeling like we're slightly alive. Yeah, sorry about uh, missing the last one, but we're both uh, pretty sick. So sick. I'm we pretty... went to the doctor and, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's a cold. I was like, what? Well, mine said I had an upper respiratory tract infection. Yeah, they said the same to me, but that's basically a cold. Like, that's just a, a fancy way of saying you have a cold. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like a fucking viral infection, so they couldn't do anything. Just eat honey and lemon. And they're like, what? Yeah, I didn't think it would be so much fun to listen to a podcast that's entirely just... Uh, 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 the whole time. Well, I was having fucking sneezing fits where I couldn't stop sneezing for like 10, 15 times in a row. Yeah, I threw my back out sneezing. Yeah, it was so bad. Yes, yeah, it's I think that's one of like the worst just colds I've had ever. It was pretty rough. One of those super colds that are going around. So. Yeah. Apparently, that's just a thing that happens now because of COVID. Yeah, so everybody stay safe and wear a fucking mask, even if you don't have to legally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, like, I wouldn't say it was worse than having COVID, but it was, like, on, almost on par. Like, it was that bad. It's, like, Saturday, and I had it since last Wednesday. Yeah. And I still don't feel 100%. Yeah. And, yeah, COVID was worse for the three days I was sick, but in this case, I was sick for five days. <laughs> the only thing that was worse for COVID was the fatigue afterwards for, like, a month. Oh, yeah, that was pretty bad, the after-COVID fatigue. At least, yeah, 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 at least we didn't have fatigue. Fatigue is actually, like, so fucking underrated. It sucks ass. Underrated? You know what I mean. It's one of those things where you're like, eh, whatever, until you have it, and then you're like, wow, this is actually the worst symptom. I'll just um load the dishwasher and then sit down for an hour panting. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so what else has been going on? Fucking... Well, nothing, because we've been sick. <laughs> been sick. I'm so behind on all my dance shit. So tomorrow I'm probably going to be dancing from like fucking three till nine or something. I think I've got... Ew. I've got booked. Yeah, I've got all these like formation things to do. I wrote my own formations for like the first time. Woohoo! So I have to try Professional. and... Professional. Yeah. I have to try and teach those tomorrow to a group of... Um, Teaching now. Oh, getting paid. Four of us. No. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> I'm actually paying to go to this class where I've done the formations. I'm shocked. No. It's going to be fun. Today is just like a day for us to hang out and actually... For once? Yeah, spend time with each other. Well, we've been spending a lot of time together, but like we've just both been sick, so it's been depressing as fuck. Yeah, nobody wants to do anything or talk or... Yeah. No energy. So grumpy the whole time. I'm like, I just need to constantly watch something or play something. I would say you were a bit grumpier than I was. I was so fucking grumpy. Shut up. (laughs) No, but still, like you just don't have any energy to do anything. Yeah. Even make decisions. Yeah, I'm like, uh, whatever. Just do whatever. Thank God for TikTok, eh? <laughs> yeah, just get on TikTok for a couple of hours. Just kill some time before you can go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, 2022. Woo. I've got that a uh, new fucking social media now, that Be Real. Oh, yeah, okay. Tell us about Be Real, <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know. It's like an app where you get a notification once a day and you're supposed to take a photo of what you're looking at and then a photo of yourself. So it like turns the camera around and then does a photo of you afterwards. And it's supposed to be like, you know, not filtered. You're just taking a picture of whatever you're doing at that time of the day. And I kind of like it. It's fun. But I've only got like, I think, six friends who are on it. So there's only six people who see these photos, which is kind of nice. There's not a lot of people on it. And I think there is like an aspect of it in influences and stuff where they're making it a way more like posed thing and all that stuff, and which goes against the whole concept of the, the app, right? It's not supposed to be Instagram. It's supposed to just be a shitty photo of what you're looking at and then a, like a shitty f- photo of your face, pulling a face or just putting something in front of your face because you look so ugly. But you haven't got it yet. Uh, yeah, I, I think I'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, but that's what you said about TikTok a while ago and then now you love TikTok. Yeah, but TikTok like does something. 
Be Real is just another way for China to just farm your face pictures <laughs> for AI. Yeah, I suppose. Whatever. It's, My it, face is already out there. I I appreciate the message of being more real. Everything's so, like, posed and mm. whatever. But it makes sense to do between your mates. It doesn't yeah. really make sense to do publicly. <laughs> yeah, you can choose to, like, either just send it to your friends or, to, like, make it public. So all mine are only going to these six people. Yeah, so that's fine. That yeah. As a, a way to, like, bond with a small group or yeah. just those people, that's... Cute. It is a bit of fun. And then, you and then can, the like, idea behind it is nice, but like in reality, like nobody wants to see that shit. No, it's true. Like no one, I, no, I'm not going to go, you can go to like the explore page or whatever and just flick through randoms, like be reals. I don't care about that. Yeah, but it's, those are going to be staged as well. Hmm. Gives you a little alarm at the same time every day. <laughs> it's different times of the day. Is it? Yeah. Oh. But it's stupid because it gives you two minutes, but you can do it outside of the two minutes. It just says that you've posted late. Right. And then you can't see anyone else's B-reels until you post one. Yeah. So it really encourages like the entire group to do it because otherwise you can't see anyone else's, which is nice. But yeah, you can also retake as well. So it's like, well, they, should, they shouldn't let you retake. You should just get the first one gets posted. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but what if you just post two blurry photos every day? Well, then that's, that's real, isn't it? Yeah, real shit. <laughs> B-real blurry. Yeah. B-real backlit. That's what I've been having a little bit of fun with, seeing as, um, well, actually, when I was sick, the photos of me were literally just, like, me lying in bed for, like, three days. Yeah, then the TV. So exciting. Or, like, a plushie in my bed, and then a picture of me just asleep. Fair enough. That's as real as it gets, mate. <sighs> sure is. Oh, there was a hair on my microphone that kept stabbing me in the eye every time I went to talk. <laughs> Ew. Now I can see all this hair all over the microphone. Gross. <laughs> What's well, your microphone on it? I know. It looks like it's cat hair, actually. I'm shocked that it's cat hair. <laughs> You know, I take meetings in this room and Pooby just comes and sits with me and just rubs her head over everything. I mean, yeah, your desk cover blanket looks pretty trashed. Oh my God, it's so fucked. I mean, everything I own is like, because Phoebe just loves sleeping on my clothes. So everything I wear is just covered in her hair. She favours black clothes a lot as well. (laughs) Yeah, she does. Bit of a little goth. I wear a lot of black clothes, so. God, these pants are so comfortable. What the fuck? Your Aldi pants? Yeah. Everyone go to Aldi and buy some pants. Not any pants, but like... (laughs) Any pants they've got. (laughs) They've got this like active wear at the moment and these pants are really nice. Yeah, I had to take mine off. Why? Too comfortable. Too comfortable? No, I wanted to wash them. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair enough. You usually always wash your clothes before you wear them. I know I should as well. I've started washing... Actually, no, let's not talk about that. (laughs) All right then. (laughs) Leave that a mystery for everybody. You want to move on to what we've been watching? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, we've been watching anything. <laughs> do you want me to do Kate's Corner? Hit it. I can talk about that um, documentary I watched. Yeah, that'd be fun. Apart from the documentary, all I've been watching is fucking reality shows. Like, I've been watching the new season of Glow Up on Netflix, which is that makeup competition show. I finished that. And Blow... What's that one called? Blown Away. Blown Away. I was like, Blow Up? No, that's not... <laughs> The glass blowing one, I watched that, I finished that. And then, yeah, RuPaul's Drag Race, as per usual. I think that's all. But I did watch this documentary about Woodstock 1999. Not the original Woodstock in 69, but the 1999 one. Which the I remake. I didn't really know, like, a whole lot about. Like, I knew it was a bit of a disaster, but I didn't know the extent or, like, what actually happened. And it's, like, a three-part series, so I think each one was, like, 45 minutes long or something. 
And it was really interesting. The The fucking lineup for that show was top tier. They had like corn, Limp biscuit, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Fat Boy Slim. <laughs> but it's just funny how, you know, 1999, people were pretty fucking, I mean, they are now as well, but there was a definite cultural shift going on in the 90s. Do you know what I mean? Like, people were pretty fucked. Yeah, drug-fueled greed was yeah. at a high. <laughs> yeah, and media was very much overly sexual, overly violent, and nothing was very, like, filtered like it is now. A lot of films and stuff were just very, um, like, you couldn't get away with it now, right? And music as well, even, like, lyrics to music, movies, everything was just a bit mental. So I don't understand why they put on this festival and thought that it was going to be fine to get, like, all these 90s teenagers together with Limp Biscuit and corn playing and be like, oh, yeah, it's going to be fine. When everything has no subtlety. Yeah, it was fucked. Like, I reckon just go and watch it because, like, me explaining it is not going to have the same impact as actually seeing it. But there was so much really great footage because everyone was really into video cameras back then because it was the 90s. And lots of interviews with people that organised the festival and that went to the festival. Yeah, just overall really enjoyed that. So I finished that up last night, ate a snack pack and drank a little bit of red wine and finished that off. What a Friday. It was actually a really nice Friday night. Josh was at a friend's place, so... I had a little bit of a me time after my dance class. Cute. Yeah, it was great. So I recommend that. It's on Netflix. It's called Trainwreck. And I think on the on the uh, icon, it says Woodstock 99. So it's pretty easy to find. I think you would have liked it too. Kate's weekly recommendation. <laughs> but I basically told you all about it anyway. So Yeah, I'm good. That's all you've been watching? You've been sick. I don't remember what else I've watched. I mean, that's fair. If you were a bit out of it. I think it was just those things. Like I was watching all those reality shows and trying to keep up to date with those. And then One Us had their comeback. So they've had heaps of content as well that I've been Ah, there it is. (laughs) That I've been trying to keep up up to date with. One of my really good friends is now into One Us as well. So it's really exciting to like go through a comeback with them. It's just, I don't know. It's hard to explain to someone who's not into K-pop, but it's just, it's a really nice bonding thing when, you know, someone that you're really good friends with is into the same groups as you. That's cute. Yeah. So that's been really nice. Shout out to Kai. I don't think they listen to our podcast though. <laughs> Unsurprised. Now, well, do you want to give this fucking thing a go? Oh, the drink? Have you had it yet? Yeah, it's like salty. Salty? Okay. So this is called Sprite plus lemon zero sugar plus caffeine, plus zesty lemon flavour. That's a lot of words on the front of the can. Yeah, it's a bit exorbitant, Fresh in your mind. Formulated caffeinated beverage. So does it actually have salt in it? Uh, if it doesn't, then it uh, might be poisoned. It doesn't look like it has salt in it. No, right, taste it, mate. Let me smell it. it. smells like a sweet lemon beverage. What the fuck? Yeah, see, I told you. That aftertaste is weird. <laughs> You're right, it is. I think it's... One of the artificial sweeteners, obviously, is in, like, a ion form, salt form. It's, it... Yeah, it's, like, zesty to the point that it tastes salty. Yeah. I think that's what it is. That's really weird. It's aggressive, isn't it? I mean, I'm not mad at it. Well, I feel like you're not going to drink any more cans after this one. So we have nine cans. <laughs> oh, it might take me a day or two to forget what it's like. I mean, it's got a 3.5 health star rating, which is pretty good for... What? Compared, yeah, probably compared to Coca-Cola. You know that the health star ratings are compared, right? To other things that are in the same category. So it's just compared to Coke, it's three and a half. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Coke's fucking awful. So I actually drank a um, Pepsi, like a full sugar Pepsi the other day. Oh. For the first time in ages. And it was when I was sick as well. Chef's like, kiss, mate. Mwah. It actually went down so well. I was like, wow, Pepsi's actually pretty nice. It had been probably years since I drank full sugar Pepsi. Yeah, it's the best. Actually, no. 
The last time I drank full sugar Pepsi is when we did that video. But yeah, I don't like full sugar Coke as well, at all, but Pepsi just kind of hits different, you know? It's amazing. So that's the end of Kate's Corner. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> With that little drink review in the middle there. What the hell have I been watching? <laughs> well, you watch something every day so that you can post on Instagram. I, I try my hardest to yeah. like watch something every day, but the thing is it's kind of restricted because it's I only be get short. like... Yeah, it's got to be 30 minutes because that's how long my lunch break is. Rip. I know. <laughs> Mine's an hour. Yeah, but I, I mean, I do technically get an hour and a half of breaks, but I only take the half an hour and then I leave an hour early. Yeah, see, that's all right. Because I'm smart. Smart. How many hours do you get paid for a day? 7.2 or something. Oh, okay. I only get paid for seven hours a day. Mm. Yeah. So, like, literally I don't get paid for an hour, so I'm taking a fucking hour. <laughs> Matt, I have watched, like, a lot of stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, you have. I can't even keep up to a date with it. Uh, God, anything actually worth Yeah, talk about, like, the, talking about. maybe say, like, what the best thing you've watched lately is and the worst. The best and the worst. Well, I mean, uh, Bee and Puppy Cat came out on Netflix, and I've been a big fan of Bee and Puppy Cat, like, since back it looks when it so came cute. out. It is. It's amazing. When, like, Bravest Warriors was coming out, it was one of those oh, yeah, yeah, things yeah. that was getting done. And now Netflix has picked it up to make more, which is great because the art style is amazing. But I always got sucked into, like, the dialogue because it's these people who are, like, kind of disconnected from the situation. So it's written in a way where they say, like, they never say what you expect them to say okay. <laughs> in the situation they're in. Everybody's really, like, calm all the time. Even if the situations are insane. Yeah. And then there's this cat who's just a prick. <laughs> Has like all their dialogue is just awful. But everybody is just so weird and weirdly written. I really like it. Would along I with like, like it? the aesthetic. Probably because it's just really cute. Yeah. We I'll go back and watch the first episode with you. Okay. No problemo. I like the look of the little cat thing. It's cute. Being puppy cat's pretty great. I would definitely recommend that. Watched a couple of Batman movies. I reckon like Batman and Harley Quinn, I reckon would be the other one. It's in like the, the art. One. Yeah, it's in like the art style of the animated series. So it like looks fantastic. Oh yeah, and you love that. But it's so funny. I could not stop laughing at it. It's like the best written one for comedy of the films. Oh, I'd love that. Because I remember when you were watching the animated series and there were so many funny lines in that. This is like that turned up to 11. Oh my God. It's so funny. I really enjoyed it. I would 100% watch it again. Like... Oh, okay. Right now, so good. Uh, I reckon the worst thing. Well, let's let's give some uh, <laughs> some shout outs for <laughs> for the worst. <laughs> no, just for oh. like just honorable mentions. So Netflix also picked up a show called uh, Chad and JT Go Deep. Uh, it's basically like a sketch show about these like bros who live in LA um, and they're activists. Okay. And I really thought it was actually quite clever, and it didn't like create these characters that annoy anybody. So it was actually really well balanced. Like it could have been like trash. And it wasn't, well, when it was you said really that, good. it reminded me of those fucking Australian guys. Yeah, that's what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't that. Like, That's good. The main thing that happens is that they, they're activists and they're activists for like dumb shit. One of their things is like stop talking shit about like e-scooter riders. <laughs> and they have people like sign a petition to stop talking shit about e-scooter riders. But they get in trouble because they want to like protect skateboarders from being abused by cops. Yeah. So they start a cha- like a charity thing called Protect Our Borders. So oh, these no. t-shirts with Protect Our Borders on there and then they talk to like just people in public who are like obviously like racists. Oh god. And they take photos with them and then they get like cancelled because people think they're racist. That's so funny. So that was good like the comedy is quite funny. Uh and the characters aren't like super annoying. And the other thing would be uh Kippo, just like a Dreamworks uh, animated series mm. about just like this like dystopian like post-apocalyptic world and like it's pretty like standard like it's not amazing yeah just in like the storyline uh but the characters are pretty good and like the way that it's animated is really good but the music's 
like amazing. <laughs> oh, really? So it really makes it. Go and check those out on Netflix. Uh, the thing that I would say is probably the worst is I watched something called Lost Ollie. <laughs> so Lost Ollie is like an animated limited series uh, and I can't I can't give it like a great review or say that I got really far in it I probably watched like 20 minutes of one of the episodes oh you couldn't even get through it no Ollie's Odyssey like a book by William Joyce like this cute thing about like a lost toy um, and they remade it into this limited series but it has this like religious overtone and like this dark mood that mixed together just made me so uncomfortable oh that sucks and i really didn't like it at all it, like, i could not make myself go back and finish the first yeah, episode right. just because of like how just ew it yeah, was yeah okay so that would be my least favorite thing <laughs> that i watched i think that's a pretty good summary yeah said a few things i'm doing my best you're probably going to be like one of those people who's seen the pilot of like literally every show. Well, most animated shows. <laughs> yeah, animated shows, definitely. I do my best because I love them. Yeah. And I'm basically just trying to find the next regular show, really. Nothing can top that. Nope. Nothing has made it Oh, so what far. about Close Enough? Close Enough. It's basically the same thing. Yeah, But I it's suppose. also not. Like, there's not as much character development and shit like that. Like, regular show has... It ticks all the boxes and then it does this like amazing character development. Yeah. And like you really know these characters after a time and like. Yeah. For an animated series, like to feel like that is. Yeah. And shit gets real and like they're like often quite nice people, but sometimes they're like not very nice people. Yeah. And like everybody has flaws and like. Yeah. Nothing beats it. So stuff we watched together. Let's go. We watched the new Scream. Oh shit. How do you feel about that? I actually quite enjoyed it. I know it copped a lot of shit, but overall I found it really fun. Like. I like that, like, all the new people were back. You got to see some of, like... Sorry, the old people were back. Um, You got to see some of them get murdered, which was pretty cool. The new characters weren't, I don't know, as fun. Like, the main girls that they had were, like, a little bit... But I liked a lot of the death scenes. There was some really fun stuff there. And I was just like, yeah, you know, (laughs) when it happened. Which is what you want from a slasher. You want it to happen and be like, oh, yes. Like, you know, I like that. And just the energy of the film, I think, was, was good. It, like had really good um, energy and pacing throughout the whole thing. The kind of conclusion to it, yeah, was a little bit lame, but I didn't really care. Like, overall, I just had fun watching it, so I'd probably give it, like, a fucking 7.5 out of 10 or something. Like, maybe even an 8 out of 10. Whoa. Yeah, I thought it was great. That's good. And you? I thought it was poo. (laughs) (laughs) No, it it wasn't terrible, but it spent, like, a lot of the runtime talking about horror films and, like, making references to horror films. Like, obviously they're trying to be meta, but it just came across as, like, wanky. But there's also a lot of things that have done that now already. So it's like, yeah, yeah, okay, we get it. Yeah, but it seemed like they were doing that to be like, if we pointed out, you can't say shit about it because we pointed it out. I know what you mean, yeah. Like, the whole, it seemed like that was just the whole movie. It's like, if we make fun of it in the film, about the film, before you see it, then you can't go on Reddit. Yeah, and have yeah, a whinge yeah. about it. And it's like, f- fucking just make the art and then people can react to it however they want. Mm. And that's just like that's a thing you have to deal with. Yeah. yeah, If people hate it, then they hate it. Yeah. But if people hate it because you're a wanker, <laughs> it's not so great. But you are right. Like some of the characters suck. Uh, but that's like kind of the point. So that yeah. When they die, you're like, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like some of the deaths could have been like a little bit more creative. Um, but I think that's like to our fault in a way like I feel sometimes when I watch scary movies or like slashes I'm like this should happen next and then it doesn't and then you're disappointed because like you come up with better ideas than they have I mean yeah but we always do that for Scream it's also like a dude with a knife yeah that's the whole point it's a dude with a knife in a costume 
there's not heaps you can do with it. Yeah. Like someone got stabbed in the mouth and someone gets stabbed in cool. the jugular and someone yeah. gets like stabbed in the back in the front and like cut yeah. Like, yeah. up. But then there's just blood and nothing else, which is like, all right, f- fair enough, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I just really, I left a sour taste in my mouth with like how it was fan servicey, but was also preachy. Yeah, sure. Like I, I thought it was fine. I give it like a six and a half. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. I and think... also the twist was not very good. Yeah, I mean, we guessed who it was at the start of the movie. So. Yeah. <laughs> and they literally tell you, they're like, oh, yeah, it's always do. it's always like someone in this group and then it's all, there's always well, two of them. don't really give it away, yeah. Yeah, they, they literally say who it is. Yeah, like, they do. They, yeah. I actually probably would watch it again. Like, I'm not like, going to lie. If I would watch it again if we watched, like, all of them. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you watch them from the start in order, then I'd watch it again. But I, I wouldn't watch it again, like, just randomly on, like, a fucking Saturday afternoon. No, that's true. The other thing we saw... Lightyear. Lightyear. Oh. We want to talk this... about the little robot cat? <laughs> I love the... Ro- I'm obsessed with that fucking cat. Like, I want to get one. You know how much they are? What, did you look it up? Yeah. How much are they? 400 bucks. What? Yeah. It's got, like, all these USBs that plug into its tail, that, and it has, like, 400 things that it says. Really? Yeah. That's so cool. Very expensive. Oh. <laughs> and it also doesn't look anywhere near as cute. It, those proportions are different. Well, yeah, they can't really make it look like that, can they? Why not? It wouldn't be that hard. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I really liked the movie. I thought it was cute. It, it was mostly because of the cat, I think. Like, if that cat wasn't there, it definitely wouldn't have Oh, the been. movie would be shit if it didn't yeah. have the cat in it, yeah. The Lightyear character is, like, super annoying. Like, he's always annoying. But in this, because it's just him, you're like, oh, my God, he's fucking annoying. Yeah. And oh, I'm trying to not spoil things, but you see a lot of different sides of this character, and some of the sides are, like, really annoying. <laughs> That's fair. Just way too, like, stoic and, like, what's the word? When you keep, like, trying the same thing over and over again. Like, persistent. Insanity. (laughs) Like, persistent, but to a fault. Yeah. What is that word? Anyway. So, I I just find those kind of uh, personality traits, like, super annoying to watch. Especially when it's for, like, the entire movie. And you're just like, oh. And it takes so long for him to have that, like, light bulb moment, you know? It yeah, feels it's like at it, the very end. Yeah, like the end. Like you think, oh, it could come, you know, two thirds in or something. No, they wait until like the last 15 minutes for him to like get to this point. And it's just, a, it's drawn out a little bit too much where he's just like, oh, I don't need anyone to help me. You know, it's, oh, fucking hell. So sick of you talking about the same shit over and over again. Yeah. I don't know why so many people had problems with this movie because it's, it's fun. It's cute. Just because there was like a lesbian like kiss or something. What? Yeah, that was 90% of it, I think. It <laughs> didn't even have anything to do with the story. Like, who cares? Yeah, that's why they cut it out in China. That's why it doesn't have anything to do with the story. Yeah. What did you think of it? Uh, yeah, the cat makes the movie. Some of the jokes are pretty funny. Yeah, I laughed a lot, actually. It is a good addition to, like, the Toy Story MCU. <laughs> yeah. But, like, obviously I had problems with it. Like you said, he doesn't change his tune until the end. Yeah. But the whole thing is that, like, he shouldn't change his tune. Like, we're expecting him to do that. But you got to remember, it's like he leaves for four minutes and then it's four years or whatever. Yeah. So it's like one day for this bloke. So you can't really expect his personality to change in like two days. Yeah, that's Which is true. essentially what they want. But also, he's just like, we can't do this because like he follows the rules like, yeah, to a fault. But the only people he has to help him are really shit. Like not trained in anything. Yeah. So he's just like, I'm just going to try and not get these people murdered and then like do my fucking job because it's been two days. <laughs> The way that they kind of, like, express what he's going through makes it seem like it's been a lot longer. So it is hard to not process it as the people who have been, like, on the planet. Yeah, Instead yeah. as him. That's a good point, actually. So, yeah, so they didn't really make that super clear. 
I thought it was fine. Did not deserve all the hate it got. The animation was awesome. Yeah. It was really well done. Space felt like fucking space. Yeah. You know, when she had to go across. like. Oh, yeah, that one... was fucked. Yeah, she's like, like afraid of it. And then yeah. She, yeah. Like, I actually felt it in my stomach. Like when she looked out at space, I was like, that's really clever that you felt like that watching an animated thing. Like... Yeah, because it's true. <laughs> and I thought I thought Zerg looked really cool. I like that they kind of like hit him for a lot of the And they updated it to start. like Yeah. To not just be like a dress or <laughs> Yeah, it looked really, really cool. And his like gun, because usually you know his gun like shoots out like tennis balls or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I liked how true it was to like the designs of the the toys in Toy Story. But yeah, it freaks me out like when I think about it that that's the movie that Andy watched. <laughs> As a kid, that which, made him like Buzz Lightyear. Which also doesn't make any sense. No, because like, why would you watch that movie and then be into Buzz Lightyear? Why would you watch that movie in the 90s? Yeah, I, yeah. And then, like, you, that movie would no not way. be made in the 90s, <laughs> and then, yeah, he wouldn't be into Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Because so Buzz did, isn't cool in the movie. No, he's not. You'd, yeah, yeah. I think you'd probably get into one of the other characters, wouldn't you? Like, like the main girl, probably, would be cooler. Yeah, it's a better character. Yeah, whatever. And then the twist. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it didn't. Really, that didn't make sense either. No, but it's still a bit of fun. They're like the the betra- let's call it the betrayal that just has to occur for the film to keep going. Yeah, I don't. I bought you five minutes, and you're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That fuck was like off. kind of out of the blue. Yeah, but don't, don't want to spoil it. <laughs> but like, yeah, it was it was alright for like a kids movie just to watch. It was fine. Yeah. What but- the only thing I don't really understand is, and it is just so that this can keep happening. But they're on this planet. With all these vines that come up out of the ground, and they build like an entire base, and the base doesn't have a floor. Yeah, just build like a metal floor. Just build the floor. Yeah, why wouldn't you build a fucking floor, you dumbasses? Doesn't make any sense. It's just so that people can get dragged away by these things. Stupid. Yeah, that got a little tiring after a while. Also, I don't understand why he didn't know that if you go close to the speed of light, time slows down for you. Yeah, he's like, "What do you mean? It's been four years." Yeah, like you, you should know that you're an astronaut. You're an astronaut. Yeah, so funny. Otherwise, half decent movie. I'll give it like seven and a half. Yeah, I was going to go a seven just because I, oh, well, no, because I gave Scream a seven and a half, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. So I'll give it the same as Scream. I probably enjoyed them about the same. I think that's it. That's Otherwise, all. we've just been watching Evil still, which is just off the fucking rails. It's fucking weird. Like, yeah. I think we're almost finished. Well, we're almost up to where we can't watch anymore because Paramount bought the third season and I don't really want to get Paramount Plus. Dogs. Yeah. And then we've been watching Sandman still. Oh, yeah, that's been pretty good. Pretty full on. Yeah, I really pretty like it. Emo. Even though they've changed some stuff to like make him more personable. But you have to do that to sell it as a TV show, so it's totally reasonable. Otherwise, that's it. Sick ass, mate. <laughs> Should we get to the main event then? <laughs> Let's go. We watched Da Bears. Yeah, we watched The Bear. The Bear. What do you think about The Bear? <laughs> Stressful. <laughs> yeah. That's my opening statement. Like successfully stressful, yeah. I was so stressed the whole time. <laughs> Give a little... Um, well, why do we watch this? Because Maddie's in it. Yeah, if you guys don't know, uh, Maddie Matheson. He's a pretty famous like TV chef personality. He was like advertising this film on his channel because he's in it. Yeah. I think he helped like, he's write a, like it an produce advi- it. He's like an advisor um, for like the chef chefs advisor. to make it seem like they're actual chefs. So that's why we watched it because um, we thought it might be a bit of fun. And do you want to give a little description of what it is? Well, yeah, uh, Kate's phone isn't charged, so I've got to do the IMDb. <laughs> Look at this. Switching up. Holy shit. And then you have to guess the rating. Woo! So, a young chef from the fine dining world returns to Chicago to run his family's sandwich shop. That is it. <laughs> <laughs> that does not give you any description. What do you reckon it has? Uh, 7.2. 
It has an 8.5. Oh, what? Out of 10 from 30,000 reviews. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. Yep. <laughs> What's your opening statement? Stress. Uh, yeah, it's just fucking super stressful. And it made me, like, so angry. Yeah, I was I was infuriated the entire time. Yeah, like, stressed but just pissed off. Yeah. It was, like, pretty triggering, to be honest. Yeah. The main <laughs> thing is that, like, so this guy comes from fine dining. He's a trained chef. He comes back to this restaurant that he owns. Yeah. So his brother's just died. Yeah. And his brother gave it to him. Gave it to him. But everybody there treats him like shit. I don't know how long he's supposed to have been there. Two weeks. Yeah, they say two weeks. But on this day, he makes one thing. That turns everybody around. Yeah, when you've done. Why has it taken two weeks? Yeah. And then you like, you know, he sacrifices a lot on this particular day because for some reason he collects jeans and jean jackets um, to get enough meat to make this thing, like this food, to do this thing. And he, you know, runs a tournament, blah 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 blah, to get like business in. Mm. And it's just like, yeah, he was in a fine dining restaurant. If you work in restaurants like that, you don't only like just make food. Especially because I I think he's like a he was like a head chef in there, or at least like a yeah, very well known. Yeah, so he would understand how restaurants work better than these people. Yeah, but they're all just like, yeah, we're just gonna keep doing what we're doing, and they just treat him like shit and like act like he doesn't know what he's doing. And it's just like he's worked in more stressful environments than this. The only reason this is stressful is because you're a fuck up. <laughs> Everyone's yelling at him the whole time. Yeah. And he's just asking you for, like, basic stuff that you should know how to do. Just be a decent human. Oh, what does that mean? What does that mean? What are you talking about? Fucking hell. Yeah. There's people being pricks. I, like, if, if it's been two weeks, this is the day I fire everybody, including the dude who's related to me, and get new people. Yeah, because you can do that. Yeah. He owns it. Yeah. And it's a sandwich shop. This dude could make the sandwiches without these other is people. Is it literally only sandwiches? Oh, it's, like, Italian. Yeah. So they have, like, um... Like, yeah, beef, Italian sandwiches beef sandwiches. and spaghetti and... Well, they have a spaghetti for some reason, but he hates that they have spaghetti, which is understandable because it's a sandwich shop. Yeah, that's fucking weird. <laughs> but yeah, his cousin is like a prick. Everybody's a prick. And they just act like he doesn't know what he's talking about when he obviously knows what he's talking about better than you. Yeah. So it didn't make any sense? It's just these people who are just like so far up their own asses. It's just got to have the conflict. Yeah. You know? Even though it's like this place is failing. So it'll, I would be like, it'll fail with you or it'll fail without you. <laughs> I'm happy to fire you and get someone else in. Mm. It's like, I got this other person in today who's been here for 20 minutes and they're better than all of you. And I'm well known. Sydney. I could I could replace all of you so quickly. <laughs> yeah. So I don't understand. He's literally just doing it out of kindness and they just treat him like a piece of garbage. So dumb. It's like, oh, look at this fucking guy's educated. He thinks he's better than me. Yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> Yeah, the vibe between those cousins was, like, so fucking triggering. <laughs> yeah, he's being so reasonable and so nice. Yeah. Because obviously he's been in, like, a way more stressful situations. But it's still just, like, just fucking listen to me. <laughs> but also just even, like, the back and forth of, like, he does something super awful to him, but then he does something kind for him. Then he does something super awful and then something kind. And it's, like, real abusive shit. Yeah, it's super abusive. Like, it's not nice. It really makes me feel really uncomfortable the way that that guy treats his, his cousin. Yeah. So, ugh, less about how we feel about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is like the cuts are so fast and like there's so much going on and it's not, but it's still not difficult to follow. No. There's just like a lot of shit happening, but it's supposed to be like feel, that. It's supposed to feel like you're in, in the kitchen and it yeah. does. And everybody seems like they're quite a good actor. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Maddie's not really acting. Maddie's just being himself. He's pretty funny, though. (laughs) 
Yeah, but he's a character, so like, yeah. just put him in there. Fuck yeah. it. I liked his character. He's like, um, obviously like a friend of the. He's like the repair man. Yeah, and he just comes and he was like trying to repair the video game machine, and then he was trying to repair the mixer, and yeah, just being funny. Classic Maddie. Love that guy. And then yeah, it's just all the other people in the kitchen, like the guy who makes the bread, then like the sous chef, and I don't know what they all do. They don't really explain what all their jobs are. Yeah, well, I didn't understand like the bread guy. He makes the bread and he's like, yeah, it's too crumbly. Like, do the like, this is what the problem is. This is how you fix it. And he's like, don't tell me how to do my job. He's like, and then it comes out better. And then he does it, and then he, it turns out better. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like, hey, executive chef for multi Michelin star restaurant, don't tell me how to work in this sandwich store. Yeah, <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> something to say and then I forgot. I don't understand why he's worked there for two weeks and it's dirty. I mean, I know that they are shit. Like, these people are are awful. But wouldn't he have started and then done a deep clean as soon as he got there? Yeah. We shut down for one day and we do a deep clean. That's what you'd think, yeah. And when I worked in restaurants, every, like, week, every two weeks, you had to do a deep clean. You stay there till, like, fucking four in the morning, move everything out, clean all the fucking walls and shit. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass, but, like, you've got to do it. um, Like, Gordon Ramsay Kitchen Nightmares. They never do it. Yeah. And then all the restaurants, they never do deep cleans. And then Gordon goes around and like touches all these places that should be clean. And it's just like black tar, like an inch thick. It doesn't make sense. Like it's, yes, it sucks. Like staying there till like four in the morning or whatever to clean it. It's lame. Yeah. (laughs) But like you are getting paid. (laughs) So. Yeah, exactly. You get overtime as well, surely. Like time and a half or whatever for staying late. Yeah. After eight o'clock it's supposed to be. Hmm. But I don't know what it's like in the UK or in America. I'd be interested to know what chefs think about this when they watch it. Like, whether it's, like, accurate. <laughs> Probably is. It feels accurate to me. Yeah, well, I don't know if... How many chefs have gone through this, gone backwards. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I think that's a big part of it. Yeah. It's like, whether or not this is how you work in a restaurant or whatever is one thing, but... The other thing is, like, somebody, like, threw his knife on the floor. Oh, my God, that and, was so fucked. And nobody got stabbed. <laughs> yeah. Nobody got yelled at or, like, punched or anything. There were so many moments where I thought Unrealistic. he was just going to crack it. Yeah. I'd be so mad if someone did that to my knife. Yeah, fucking A. <laughs> he had like a really nice Japanese properly sharp knife, sharpened knife, and he just couldn't find it for like the whole service. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's just on the floor underneath the bench. And he's like, the fuck? And he slowly picks it up and I'm like, I want him to just fucking stab someone. I thought he was gonna. I guess he did kind of crack it. There was his Him cracking it was throwing the tomatoes in the bin at the end. He didn't really crack it. He was just like, I'm not fucking I'm not doing this. I'm fucking making this stupid spaghetti. It's his restaurant. Yeah. I don't understand why the cousin is still having so much. It seems like, was was he like the sous chef or the head chef or something before? I don't feel like this restaurant ever had chefs. <laughs> yeah, everyone just has their own. Yeah, they're just doing this. Yeah, it's kind of weird. How about when like, he's putting on this like arcade game competition to bring in people to the restaurant and they're all lining up outside dressed up and he has to go and try and like quell the crowd and the cousin's like no i'm not helping you out but then literally like 10 seconds later he comes out and just shoots a gun and then he's like waving this gun around yeah i'm like what the fuck is happening i really thought he was going to accidentally shoot someone there were so many moments in this where i thought there was going to be like violence but there just wasn't (laughs) was that to set up where they are be like oh it's a rough area in order to get like a group of people to calm down you literally need a gun (laughs) maybe I don't know. It's also America. I don't know how. And then they also treat all these people who are going to be customers like shit. Like he just yells and swears Tells at them. them to and fuck off. Yeah. Is this supposed to be establishing like what part of America they're in? Yeah. Because they're supposed to be like that kind of rough Italian-American, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if that's what they're actually like or if it's like a stereotype. Sometimes the things that they said, I was like, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> the, the language that they used was very much that like 
Italian-American. And I'm like, I don't know what they're saying. Just making up words. Yeah. But then you also had in the kitchen, everyone's like different nationalities, it seems like. Yeah. So everyone has their own language and their own way of speaking to each other. So you're like constantly trying to just like... But that's also kind of what it's like working in a kitchen sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And I think I think that's really cool that they did that kind of aspect to it. But you are sitting there like trying to translate what all these different American people are saying. I'm just like, I don't know what these words are. But it wasn't so bad that, you know, you couldn't work it out. But there was a couple of points where I was like, what? To you? And they're like, he means this. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that was funny. Would you want to keep watching this? Yes and no. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like it would be a really great show, but everybody gives me the shit so hard. I'm sure they'll calm down a bit. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But then the thing is, like, what's the bear? Like, they call him Bear because his last name is Bear or Isn't something. the name of the restaurant the bear? It's the guy's name, isn't it? His last name is Bear something. And then people call him Bear. Yeah. Like, Maddie calls him Bear. Yeah, but I thought the restaurant was called the bear as well. Oh, I don't know. But yeah, is it going to be that, like, there's a bear inside him and, like, at some point he's going to fucking explode? So the whole thing is just, like, waiting for this dude to lose his fucking shit? Yeah, I don't know. Will it be a study of his mental health? I'm not sure. Will it just be a study of family dynamics? Will it just be a study of what restaurant life is like? Will it be all of them? I don't know. The goal is to make it as realistic as possible yeah. of what it's like to work in a kitchen. Yeah. And, like, compare, you know, different styles and, like, types of kitchens and stuff. Because obviously it'll be, like, they'll go through his, like, history and all the different places he worked or whatever. Oh, do you reckon? No, he 100% has to. Okay. Otherwise, like, how are they going to establish, other than a guy found a letter in his random book? <laughs> oh, yeah, you got, like, um, did he get awarded that prize? Or was, like, a prize? You got, like, a James it? Beard, I think. So, I think, yeah, there were parts where it goes into his part, at least, like, to the place he was before he went to this restaurant. Yeah. And it'll be, like, so fucked. <laughs> yeah, that'll be cool to see, actually. I'd like to see that, yeah, that juxtaposition between this sandwich shop kitchen and then like a michelin star restaurant kitchen that'd be really cool yeah it'll be a lot cleaner and nicer but he'll be treated worse somehow i reckon yeah i mean i do just kind of love watching anything to do with like food and kitchens and stuff so i wouldn't mind keeping watching it for a little bit yeah we'll just see if it gets a bit less fucking aggressive yeah i was so stressed oh my god yeah i mean realistic but like i mean yes and no like a bit over the top yeah you know but then it's also like all the things of note that happen there's no like time in Space, between yeah yeah it was very bam 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 because it's it's basically over the course of what was it over the course of it's from when he like wakes up at six or whatever yeah or well, no their, i think it was early it was like 4 a.m oh yeah for their meat delivery until they start service at like three yeah or i something. think it was like over 12 hours yeah so it's interesting pretty cray 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 anything else you have to say about this uh, it made me kind of miss working in a restaurant but also not at all miss working in a restaurant oh, really <laughs> I always, like, toyed with the idea of, like, maybe working in a kitchen, but I don't think I could hack it. It sucks balls. <laughs> yeah. Because I love cooking, but it's different, you know. Hmm. Like, when stuff's, like, working out and whatever, it's fun. Yeah. And, like, it's all good and, like, everything works out, everything's smooth. It's a good feeling. But the rest of the time, people are just fucking screaming at each other. <laughs> yeah. Over, like, fucking nothing, what is essentially nothing, and then, you know, for an hour, and then... You do, like, hard labour cleaning shit for ages. And then you're there until at least one in the morning every day mm. if you didn't come in at five in the morning. I feel like it's almost how like, I kind of miss my deli job as well sometimes. It's like that kind of fast-paced, methodical working. You don't have time to sit around and, like, think about what you're doing. Yeah, there's always something happening and a lot of it becomes, like, auto- autonomous. Like, you don't really have to think about it. And it's kind of fun in that way where you're constantly moving and you're constantly brain is active, your hands are active, going bam, bam, bam to next thing, next thing, next thing. And I like, I kind of like that 
aspect of working and I feel like a kitchen would be very much like that too. So I know what you mean. I had uh, a lot more bad times working in kitchens than I did. <laughs> Good times, yeah. must say. Yeah. Looking back on the deli, I think I definitely had probably a lot of bad times, but overall it was positive. Well, that's good. Yeah. Well, I just learned how to cook things, so that's decent. That's I learned a good basics of how to feed my fucking face. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of people can't do that, so. It is surprising. It's very surprising. I've, I even spoke to someone the other day. Um, I, I talk about food a lot. <laughs> it's like, oh, so, you know, do you like to cook? I had never really spoken to them about food before. But no, I never cook. I, just, I eat out every day, every meal. I'm like, isn't that expensive? Like, yeah. I'm like, what? You never cook for yourself? What What the hell? To me, that's such a weird foreign concept. Yeah, but I've also lived with roommates and some of the things they would make because they couldn't cook and they just don't want to learn. There's no passion to learn how to make it better for yourself. Yeah. Just food, like, is, food is sustenance. As long as you don't get food poisoning, it doesn't matter. Just eat whatever. Yeah, like dudes who are like, oh, I'm, I'm bulking. So they go to the gym until 7 p.m. and then make seven steaks and cook them until they're grey. Ugh. seven steaks, 12 eggs, and then just cover it in tomato sauce and eat that with a protein shake, go to sleep. That's fucking gross. Like, yeah, they're just trying to stay alive. They don't, doesn't have to be good food, just has to be food. Yeah, I guess you can't judge. No, some people just have, just don't have the drive for it. They don't want to be able to make something and be like, oh, that tastes good. I made that. Yeah, I can't relate. Fucking love cooking. <laughs> Should we get into ratings then? Yeah, let's do it. So the plot? Yeah, well, it's, you know, it's an interesting concept, this kind of thing. Starting from the top, going back down, family issues, dealing with lots of different types of people. It's always good, this kind of plot. But, you know, it's a little bit standard. Well, there's not heaps you can do with, like, kitchen shit. You're literally in a room as big as we're in now, and that's the, that's the setting, and yeah, it's the amount of people that can fit in there, and that's all it is. Yeah, there's, ne- there's never heaps you can do. It's either you're going from the bottom up or from the top down. Mm. <laughs> it's either you're, getting, you're moving to a better restaurant trying to set it up or you're moving down the restaurant trying to set it up and then how your life is. There's only two options because <laughs> no one's going to watch Dude Works at McDonald's. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be honest, people do watch that on TikTok, but nobody's going to watch a 30-minute, 45-minute show with 10 episodes, you know, if they don't go and do drugs or go to a club. Or saying if it's just a guy assembling burgers, <laughs> no one's gonna watch. I'm sure it. you could make it interesting. Yeah, you could, but you make a horror thing out of it. It'll be good. But that's not like that's you'd have to sell it as a horror thing, yeah, I know, I not know. as a it's kitchen thing. A, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think I'll go like a like a six. It's pretty good. I will go like a seven, mainly because I'm just comparing it to Burnt, and I think it's a better idea than Burnt. Did I even watch Burnt? Yeah, we watched it together. Oh yeah, that's right. It's like Bradley Cooper makes that restaurant after he shucks all those oysters, oh, and then yeah. that guy dogs him at the last second. I like and then that he, movie. That was he good. suddenly realizes that it doesn't matter the thing that he's after or whatever. Like all of his bullshit is just his bullshit. I like that, that movie. It was good. It was fine. <laughs> so characters. characters. <laughs> I was like, I was going to be like, so plot. <laughs> like, no, we already did that. What's about this pe- this group of people who work together? So it's all about the characters. I like, I like it. I, I mean, they're all really awful, but that's the point, right? That is the point, which and is the, the dynamics, pretty bad. <laughs> the dynamics are so off kilter and so crazy and like. Yeah, even we didn't talk about the sister as well. The sister comes at one point. She's probably the worst actor, actually. Was she the one that did that? <laughs> was she the one that did that show with Maddie, or is that a different person? I think it was a different person. Okay, I don't think like the other woman's been woman. in it. Yeah, the 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 drunk one. The drunk one, yeah. That was so weird. It was. I couldn't. We couldn't watch it. No, it was like a promotional thing where 
Maddie and this woman who's in the movie, or I don't even know if she's in it or if she just works on the movie. She's one of the food consultants, yeah. The they movie. were, yeah, they were trying to cook something, and they were obviously just absolutely blasted. Like they couldn't yeah. speak properly, they couldn't cook properly. They were just beet red, sweating. Like it was really uncomfortable to watch. Yeah, just slurring their words, repeating themselves. <laughs> yeah, I was like, who fucking let this go? I don't know. And they made like four of them. Yeah. The first one was really bad and then they sort of were a bit better. They ranged it in a little bit, yeah. Yeah, it was ridiculous. But I mean, drugs and alcohol are a big part of uh, working in the restaurant, so... This is true. Yeah, so I think the character work was actually really effective. And that's what drove most of the stress was that cousin character, right? He was fucking insane. Yeah, he's a prick. Yeah. So I think I'll give the characters like a seven because they really just drive everything and drive the entire emotion and feel of the show. I would go an eight for the characters. Uh, so cinematography and what it looks like. I loved that. I loved all the... They'd obviously taken a lot of time to do proper like food shots and stuff like that. Yep. Of like the meat being seasoned and like pan fried and stuff, which is, you know, they were working in this kind of shitty kitchen and everyone kind of looks like shit. Everyone's acting like shit, yelling at each other and that. But then the food like looks really yum. Yeah. And you're like, okay, that that's pretty cool. That little bit of difference there. And yeah, you felt like you were in a kitchen. You felt very like claustrophobic and like... All the shots are very tight. Yeah. But in like a super effective way. Definitely. And then the lighting as well, I think they went with like a little bit of a kind of grey tone. So it looks kind of a little bit dinge. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that was probably my favourite part of it was like how it was made, like how it was shot and how it felt and stuff. So I'd go like probably like an eight and a half for that. Ooh. Yeah, I really liked it. Like the whole point is to make you stressed. So quick cut, quick cut, quick cut. Everything's tight, really fast. Yeah. There's a lot of motion as well. So I thought it was excellent. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'll give it a nine. Yeah, nice. Uh, so overall. I feel like I'm giving everything a seven and a half today, but I'm going to give it a seven and a half. It's <laughs> it your feels, rating. <laughs> it feels like kind of an average of what I've given it for all the categories. And like I do, I did feel like pretty stressed coming out of it. So I think that's just me. That's a me thing, being a little bit triggered by this. <laughs> so that brings it down a little bit for me just because I do have those negative feelings associated, even though it is the point but yeah i loved how it was shot and i would continue to watch it seven and a half nice i reckon an eight yeah it made me feel awful but technically i could tell that that was literally the point it wasn't like i was watching a show that was supposed to be happy and then i felt terrible they were nailing what they set out like to do. that ollie thing that you were talking about before like that it, just made me feel it made you feel bad but you weren't supposed to be feeling bad <laughs> i don't think i was no i think it was supposed to be cute and it yeah. just made me feel fucking terrible but this like nailed it and yeah the feeling that it leaves you with is not a positive one. So it's hard to have positive feelings about the show. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think an eight is more than fair. If you want something that's like heavy drama and intense and you like that kind of shit, this is a good one. Would recommend. What did we watch it on? Disney uh, Plus? It's on Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Nice. The Bear. Da Bears. Everyone's going to be like, what the fuck are you referencing there? What are you referencing? I Love You Man. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a conversation with Paul Rudd and that guy that he like, goes on a date with. But he doesn't know it's a date. And they're just talking about, like, Chicago and just saying random things about Chicago. And I guess the Bears are, like, the team of Chicago. I guess so. And he just goes, da, Bears. <laughs> and for some reason, I always say that. And I'm like, I don't even know what it means, but it's just ingrained in my brain. Yeah, so I love you, man. Yeah, fucking love that movie. Probably we did a it. rewatch of that. Oh, it's about time. Yeah, we did it. Yeah. Laters on the Menjay. Laters on the Menjay. I will see you there, or I will see you on another time. <laughs> oh, I don't no, know no, whether no. you're coming. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'll be there. I'll be there. Laters on the Menjay. <laughs> 10 out of 10 film. Oh, God. The conversations in that are fucking ace. Anyway, 
we are going to have a meeting now about what our next video is going to be about. We have no idea. No. <laughs> Let us know if you have any ideas for us. You can contact us on all of our social media pipes. How good was that segue? That, was that a segue? I don't know. Was it? <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> you started talking about something else. That's not a segue. You can contact us on our social media pipes, pilotopodcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok at pilotopod. We are on the TikTok. Maybe we should get a Be Real account for Pilot Error. <laughs> nah. Nah, probably not. And is that all of our social media? Oh, and just, yeah, go check out our YouTube channel. Type in Pilot Error Podcast. That should come up. And check out our videos because they're fucking sick. They're pretty good. I love them. Could watch them every day of the week. Well, you probably should get these fucking view counts up. God damn. <laughs> That's true. All right. Anything else, Josh? Thanks for coming. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.